Okay, so we're back with another Swift UI video. This time I want to talk about building something a little bit more realistic. So we're going to build a full app from scratch. The app we're going to build is going to be a tip calculator, uh, and it's going to show us some of the uh, nice uh, binding features of Swift UI. So we're going to start off with the basic template that they give you with a content view that has a body. And I want to uh, start off with some initial UI. So we're going to make this a navigation view, which is going to make it look like a uh, navigation view controller. And the reason is, is that you can have uh, views inside of that, like this, it'll say hi or whatever. And then that view can have a navigation bar title. Um, and we're gonna call that tip calculator. And that needs to be text, not just a label. And we'll try again there and we should see the navigation bar title at the top. So that's the beginnings of our UI. Um, I'm going to want to have some controls in here stacked vertically. So we're going to start off that root view is going to be an H stack. And the H stack is going to be the one with this title. Um, we also want this one to have a background of some sort of light gray color. So I'm going to do that now. It's, we'll use 85% white with an opacity of 1.0. And I'm going to get rid of this view on the left-hand side because we're not going to need it, and it'll give us some extra room. Okay, so inside of our H stack, let's just put a, a text element real quick so that we can see this. And you can see that our H stack now... Uh, Actually, this is supposed to be a V-stack because I want it vertically. Uh, so you can see that our, our V-stack is just sort of in the center of the screen. So what I really want is for the, a spacer to be on the top and bottom like this. Now, if I do that, it will expand vertically to fill the remaining space. Uh, so the spacer basically expands. And so that puts our text thing in the middle here. Uh, the other thing I want to do is to have this to say edges ignoring safe area all. And what that's going to do is allow this to expand. And let me do this after the background color. It'll allow it to expand all the way to the top. Now it still looks a little bit weird and that's just because the content that we have um, is shrinking to that content. So what we really want to have in here is a text field. And so there's a text field um, that we can add here. And you can notice that the type that it expects is a binding of T. And there's a couple of different ones. This one takes a formatter. This one takes a place, some placeholder text. We're going to use the one that takes a formatter. And so what I need to do is specify a value that when you type in the text field, it's going to update the variable uh, that we are using as like a backing store. And so this is called a binding. It's gonna, and it's a two-way binding. So basically you update the variable, it updates the text field. You update the text field, it updates the variable. And normally this is code that we would either have to write by hand, or if you're on Mac OS, you'd have to use bindings, which is, uh, does similar things, but it's kind of clunky and old. Uh, and as we'll see, this is one of SwiftUI's uh, great strengths. So we're gonna start off by creating the special property. I'm gonna make a private var called the total input. And I want users to enter in numbers. So this is going to be a double. And I'm gonna make it optional because if you type in like ASDF, that's not a number and so it'll have to give you something. Uh, maybe we have that give you zero, I'm not really sure. Um, but we do need to specify an initial value. So I'm going to specify an initial value of like, I don't know, 1894. Uh, so what this does, um, and we'll dig into more about this later, but what this does is it allocates some space and a dependency relationship between our view 
and somewhere else where the state is managed. And this is really important because our view is a struct. And what we want to have happen is that when the state changes, it knows exactly what views need to be regenerated. So the views become a function of the state. So if we change this number, either through some programmatic means um, or the user types into it, we need to know that other parts of the UI are going to have to change. So we are going to pass a reference to this, uh, which is a binding. And we can do that with the dollar prefix. Um, so we're going to use dollar total input. And then for the formatter for now, I need to, uh, I need to create something here. Let's create a private var currency formatter. That's going to be a number formatter. And we will initialize that right here. And the number style will be currency. And we need to pass that in here. And this dollar sign certainly is going to look weird, but basically what this is saying is we have this like new Swift syntax. This is called property wrappers. And uh, so this property wrapper state um, is exposed as a binding if you use the dollar sign prefix. So you can use it like a normal variable anywhere else, but when you need a binding, you're going to press uh, prefix it with the dollar sign. Okay, so let's try this again and make sure that we can see uh, something in here. Okay, so we see our text field in there. Now our text field uh, probably needs to have some uh, some configuration. So we're going to use a font of large title, a background color, or a background of color.white. And then we want to align the text. So there's a multi-line text alignment center. Okay, that looks pretty good. And let's go ahead and give this some padding. Um, and I actually want to see if I can do the padding before the background. Is that what I want? Yeah. So I want this to look nice and big and chunky so that this is the first thing the user is going to do to, to input data. So this is going to be the total of the bill. And what we want to do is add some tip percentages um, as a segmented control. And then when you select a different percentage, it'll show you what the tip amount is and then calculate the total for you. So for that, we're going to need a segmented control. And the segmented control expects a binding to the selection. So the selection is going to be an index. We need a binding to an integer. So we'll create another state variable called selected uh, tip percentage. And we'll just use zero for now because we always have to give state variables an initial value. And uh, so we'll use zero for now. And so for our, let's go back to the code completion. For the selection, we're going to use a binding. So we need to use the dollar syntax selected tip percentage. And then inside of here, we're going to pass in the content for our thing. So I'm just going to paste in some text elements here so we can see it working. And um, anytime we add new variables or change types, you'll notice that this thing becomes paused. And so to get it to run again, you can hit Command, Option, and P. And so we start running that again. And now you can see that we have a segmenting control. Nothing is selected because it doesn't know which one should select. This is not an array. It goes by view tags. So um, if, if you're a really uh, seasoned UIKit developer, you may have used tags in the past. They're, they've sort of been fallen out of favor. Uh, but this is how uh, segmenting controls work. So you pass in a tag with some sort of identifier that's an integer. So in this case, we're going to use an index. And now you can see that uh, the 
the tag zero is selected because I said that the selected tip percentage was zero. If I change this to one, then it's going to switch to this middle one. Okay, so that's how those work. Uh, but we want these tip percentages to come from somewhere else. So I'm going to create a private let uh, tip percentages equals 0 0.15, 0 0.2, and 0 0.25. So 15, 20, 25%. Now this is something that could come from settings or it could be based on region because tipping is a regional thing. Uh, but these are the tip percentages that I want to work with. And so I need to have a way of formatting these to look nice. So let's create a, uh, another private var uh, percentage formatter. And that's going to be another uh, number formatter. And we'll basically do the same thing we did for this one. F.numberStyle equals percent. So now we have some tip percentages and we have a way of formatting those as strings. So now I just want to use that here. So the way that we do that, um, because we are in this special type of thing called a function builder, and again, we'll learn more about this as we go on, but there's some different rules here. And some of those rules uh, mean that uh, you can't do things like normal loops. If you want to loop over content and produce elements, you need to use a special uh, view type called for each. And for each will just roll up all the things that it iterates over and return that to its parent. So here we have a for each, and we need to pass in a range. So I'm going to do zero dot dot less than tip percentages dot count. And that's going to give us our index in here. So now in here, let's just um, grab that like as a text element. And you'll notice quite a few times. Let me just squeeze this and make some more room. You'll notice like as we get going, uh, I made a mistake here, and the mistake is showing up way down here, but this is not the, the problem. The problem lies somewhere else. And uh, what I found to be a handy thing to do is just start extracting things. Like, I know the problem is probably here. In fact, I think the problem is that uh, I need to convert that to a string first. But oftentimes, Xcode's not smart enough to, to know that. And, um, and so sometimes you'll run into problems where uh, you, you're not getting a good compile error. So the best thing I've found to make those things a little bit more explicit is to extract things into smaller functions. Um, so we're going to create a private var. Let's see, we'll just call this segmented tip percentages. And that'll return some view, and we'll just do that. Now, if this were still in error, then uh, we would have a much better error right here in this method uh, instead of some weird type related error at the end of this body. So that's definitely a tip. You're probably gonna have to get used to sort of extracting things or distilling things into maybe one line functions until you for, sort of understand what the error is. Uh, because again, this is beta one, so things are a little bit rough around the edges. Okay, so if this worked, uh, then we should get uh, zero, one, two in here. And we do. And so now I just want to convert this. So let's get the, uh, the tip. Uh, percent is equal to tip percentages with that index and then the uh, the label is going to be percent formatter and call string from ns number so we need to convert um, our double value 
to an NS number. So we'll use tip percent there. That'll give us our label, and then we can replace this with the label. Okay, so again, we're sort of running into some weird territory here. These, these errors are not helpful. So let's just double check that we got this correct. Okay, so to figure out this particular error, again, we're gonna sort of follow that uh, advice, and we're gonna create a format percent, and then we'll just pass this in as a double, return a string, and then we have our tip percent here. We Now we just need to extract this line of code, and we will just call percentage formatter string from uh, NS number, and then here we can say let label equals format percent tip percent. Okay, so now we've got a new error and it says, oh wait, that's uh, because we're using the wrong thing there. Our new error says, ah, so we're trying to return a string optional for a function that returns a string. So here I just need a some sort of fallback value and I'll just uh, use uh, some symbol that we can see. Okay, and after looking at this for a bit, um, I was able to get it working by removing all these temporary variables and just embedding this stuff in line. And I'm not quite sure why this isn't working. Uh, perhaps this is a bug, uh, but if I do everything in line like this, which again sort of leads me to refactor into um, helper methods, uh, then we do have our percentages properly formatted here on the right. Now the spacing between these is a little bit uh, too small, so in my V stack, I'm gonna add a spacing parameter of 20, which should scoot those apart. And then I want to add uh, here, underneath the segmented tip percentages, I'm gonna add a divider, which just shows up as a line. And then after the divider, I'm gonna have a text here that shows me my tip amount. And um, I'm gonna call that formatted tip amount. And that's gonna be a computed property, which we will put somewhere up here, private var uh, formatted tip amount, which will be a string. Uh, for now, I will just return some static data just so that this builds. Okay, and uh, just realized that I need to have those in an H stack like this. And then I'll put a spacer here so that they show up uh, sort of on the right-hand side. And of course, we'll need the system padding uh, on the edge there. Uh, so that looks okay. So then um, we're going to have a private var tip amount, which will be a double. Now the tip amount is purely a computed property based on the total. So this is going to be um, guard let total equals uh, total input or zero. Uh, I can just say let total equals total input or zero. And then I can get the tip percentage. Uh, the tip percent is equal to the tip percentages indexed by the selected tip percentage. And now I can just return total times tip percent. So once I have that, I can use the currency formatter to format a string from the number, NS number, and that'll be tip amount. And then we already learned that that can return nil, so in this case, we'll just return uh, some error uh, string to indicate there was some sort of problem. 
And now let's go ahead and resume and see if we get a tip percentage there or a tip amount, and we do. And so I basically want the exact same thing here, um, but this one is going to be for the total, and this will be for the formatted final total. And we're gonna do the same thing here. So we will add a private var final total, which will be a double. That'll be the um, addition of total input for zero. Uh, plus the tip amount. And then we'll have a private var formatted final total, which will be a string. And then here we will uh, basically do the same thing we did there, but use the final total here. Okay. So um, we added some extra padding here, which ended up being too much between the two. So we can actually just say padding on the right-hand side uh, to avoid having uh, padding on all, on all edges. Actually, uh, this would be trailing, not right. Um, everything here is built for right-to-left languages as well. Uh, so we speak in terms of leading and trailing instead of uh, left and right. So let's go ahead and run this and see if we get everything the way it should be. And that looks pretty good. Um, I'm gonna change some formatting here. Uh, one thing we could do is extract that. Uh, because these two things are basically the same, uh, I'm gonna call this a summary. Let's just uh, create a private uh, summary line. It'll have a label, which will be a string, and an amount, which will be a string and then maybe a color, which will be a color. And that'll return some view. So then we will grab all of this code and put it into here. This will be the label. And this will be the amount. And then for each one of these, um, we'll have a font of maybe title with a uh, foreground color of color. And I'll bring that to both of these fonts. And so now I should be able to say that I want to have a summary line here with the tip amount, formatted tip amount, and this will be color.gray. And then we'll have another summary line for the uh, total, which will be the formatted final total, and this will be I don't know, green, let's see what that looks like. And we'll call resume. And there we go, this is our tip calculator. Let's go ahead and click this preview button so we can interact with it. And if I change the tip percentage, you can see that the numbers change here. And if I change the total, so let's make this, uh, well, I can't interact with the keyboard right now. Let's go ahead and run it and see if it works. And so here it is running in the simulator and um, I can interact with these uh, values. So we'll say 85, 78. And if I change the tip, you can see that this is showing up quite nicely. So if we make this a little bit larger and it formats it just like it should. So that is building a tip calculator all in Swift UI 
and uh, starts to leverage some of the state bindings that we're going to uh, see more of as we go on in our exploration of SwiftUI. So I hope you enjoyed this series, and we will see you again in the next one.